another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and I am super happy that you're here, so thank you so much. I really appreciate you. This episode is for the week of July 19th, 2020, and I say this probably every week, but I just cannot believe how fast this year is going. I think a lot of it has to do with COVID and just the way that everything's just been so unique and unusual, and then there was so much unrest, and it's just all these things that are happening, working remote 100%, just really makes the time go by so quickly. And so here we are, the middle of July, slightly past that, and I still can't believe it. I live in the Phoenix area, and it's scorching hot here. So summer, from a weather perspective, is not my favorite. But what I do like about summer is that I get to go swimming, it's getting us closer to the fall, You got to get through this to get to um, the seasons that I love. My birthday's in the summertime. Kids are home. Just kind of like there's a lot of great things about the summer, just not the weather. (laughs) Okay, so today we are going to take a look at the downtown Disney district. I thought this would be appropriate since... That's all you can do right now at the Disneyland Resort. And I thought I'd walk you through some of my favorite things to do there, some of my experiences there, um, just some fun stuff about downtown Disney. Uh, Before we get started, just a little bit of housekeeping. As always, you can find me on social media at Instagram and Facebook and Patreon and my website and all under Disneyland Devoted. Um, so please take a moment to, you know, interact with me on one of those outlets. Also, um, if you would like to share one of your magical memories with me, I'd love to hear it, whether, um, you want me to share it on a future podcast or not. You can reach me at michelle at disneylanddevoted.com and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at DisneylandDevoted.com. I'll also have those links in the show notes so you can find all of those things. So let's kick off with talking a little bit about the news and updates. So we have no updates as to when Disneyland will open. And this week, Disneyland did celebrate its 65th anniversary. I, I just... Oh, I just love this place. And I know it must have been really hard for them not to be open on their 65th. But, you know, this wasn't something that anybody planned. It's still going to be super special when it does open. They have some gorgeous 65th anniversary merchandise. I cannot wait to buy a couple of things or maybe a lot of things. And um, I know you can find that stuff online and then at Downtown Disney and probably in Disney stores, you could probably find that merchandise as well. And over at Disney World, I know they opened up last week. I watched a lot of videos. They opened up like last Saturday, but then it was phased reopening. So two of the parks were on Saturday and two of the parks were on like Wednesday. And so I've been watching some live streams and some videos just to get a feel. Been listening to some podcasts and trying to get 
some perspective on what's working, what's not working once they reopen their, you know, their safety measures, their health measures. And it sounds like from most accounts, I mean, there's always going to be people who are overly critical and find the negative and everything, the glass half empty people. But as a whole, I have found that most people feel very comfortable and pleased with the way Disney has set up this phased reopening. I've heard a lot of positive comments about the number of guests in the park. They did reduce capacity to some mysterious number, but from all accounts, it's a really pleasant visit to Disney World. It's not very crowded. Most of the attractions are up. It's a very relaxed visit, and people are really happy about it. People who are diehard Disney fans want to get back in and experience it. They're taking taking those safety precautions, wearing the masks, using the hand washing stations, the hand sanitizer. I understand there's hand sanitizer bef- like when you're in line or in queue to get on the attraction before you get on the actual car and when you exit. So that's fantastic. I understand they may shut down the ride for an extended period of time about every two hours and do kind of like a heavy sanitizing of that car or that whatever the attraction that you sat on or sat in um, so that's really nice so um, there's they're uh, doing mobile ordering so that helps minimize the interaction like I said, the crowds are reduced. There's those cavalcades. I can never say this. Cavalcades, which is like surprise, smaller versions of parades. That's what they look like to me, where it'll be at one float with one character or a group of characters that come by with the music playing and they're waving and interacting that way to the crowds, opposed to like a full-blown parade where people would be gathered So a nice substitute given the environment. It just seems like they're doing a lot of really great things, and I'm sure they're learning as they go, like what's working well, what's not working well. There's no fireworks or things like that. Obviously, I just said there was no parades, so there's no large gathering things, but if you're there to really experience that magic, it's still an opportunity over there in Disney World. So good things coming from the reports that I'm hearing Um, And I'm hoping that Disneyland will and California Adventure will open soon. But in the meantime, we do have downtown Disney. So let's talk about that. I have to be honest, I did not really spend a lot of time in downtown Disney when it first opened. So I'm old school Disney. That didn't exist when I was growing up. There was a walk from the Disneyland Hotel to the monorail station if you wanted to catch the monorail to get into the park from there or vice versa. Or you can just keep on walking. It was more like a parking lot or like, you know, a pathway over to the main gates. So when they put downtown Disney in, I just didn't, we just didn't go there. Um, And truthfully, it was, you know, just kind of being transparent we didn't live next to Disneyland. We would go for like a day or two, which I've said a thousand times before. That's not my ideal way to visit the parks. I feel very rushed. And we would just get in, do our things and get out. And not because we wanted in and out, but because we didn't have a lot of time. So we didn't 
build in time for some of these other things like downtown Disney or walking around the resorts or even doing some of the special events within the parks. We just didn't do it. And then one time I was just like, we've got to try these things. Like I think before it was, you know, that whole FOMO thing, fear of missing out on riding all the attractions. But really, we were missing out on all the other things that Disney has to offer. The Disneyland Resort is just full, full of things to do around every corner. And it's so much more than attractions. Of course, the attractions are amazing and the characters and all of those things. But there's so much more to it. And I just didn't give it the attention that it deserved. And then once I did, I started to realize, oh my gosh, just look at all of this and what I love about the Disneyland Resort. I mean, there's so many things, but one of the things I love about it, which makes this theme park different than any others, is that there's so much to do, so much to take in that you never feel like, oh, I paid this really high price and it wasn't worth it. For about the same price, you can go to other theme parks, maybe not quite as as expensive, but you may not get to do nearly as much. So you have to weigh your options. And depending on where you are in the season of life, are you young? Are you with kids, without kids? Are you a family? Are you going by yourself with by yourself in general? Are you going with your friends? Are you going with a significant other? However you're visiting the Disneyland Resort, there's a way and something for you to do and more than you can do in a day for sure. And I remember probably 15, maybe 20 years ago now, I had a brochure on Disneyland and it said that if you did everything that Disneyland had to offer it would take you 2 weeks to do everything. I it has to be a month now. There's so much to do. So the Downtown Disney District is just such an amazing place to do a lot of things. For one, it's a nice way to get your Disney fix if you don't want to go into the parks. Um, like for right now, obviously the parks are closed so you couldn't go in there. But if you just wanted to go have a little Disney magic, you know, hear the, the sounds and the sights and especially around holidays where it's all decorated, you wanted to go into the uh, Disney store but not go into the parks or you wanted to eat at some of these wonderful restaurants or go shopping or something, there's a lot of options there at Downtown Disney. The parking is free for two hours if you park in the Downtown Disney parking lot. We've never experienced a time where we couldn't park. Like any time we've ever gone to just Downtown Disney, we found a spot, no problem. And you're not supposed to park there and then go into the theme park. That's not what you're supposed to do. I know people do that, but that's not what it's intended for. And we didn't do that because we enjoyed the fact that when we wanted to go to downtown Disney, there were always spots open because people were only there for a limited amount of time. So that was a win-win there. So I'm going to walk you through downtown Disney as if you had parked in their parking lot and then entered and then work your way towards the Esplanade, which is where Disneyland and California Adventure are. 
to me, that's like building up to the uh, piece de resistance. So starting at the parking lot, when you park and you have to go through security, you know, bag check, and you have to do now a temperature check and all of those things. Um, we have gone to the uh, Mickey and Friends parking garage, parked for the day, because we were going to go into Disneyland, walked through the... Um, pedestrian bridge which is relatively new and then gone in through downtown disney because we got on the monorail which is just another way to get into the park so we've done it that way if you're staying at any of the resorts you can enter downtown disney from the resorts and vice versa you can go to the resorts from downtown disney um so it's really uh there's a lot of ways to get there so Assuming that you're somehow, whether you parked in the Mickey and Friends parking lot to go to Disneyland or you parked in the downtown Disney district parking lot to just go there for to the downtown Disney area for a couple of hours, you enter the same way. You come in through, um, when you walk in on the left-hand side, it used to be Rainforest Cafe, so it has a very cool tropical vibe but now it's called the asian street eats which it also has a really cool like it just lended itself perfectly to that asian uh temple looking feel i've not eaten there but i've heard good things about it and then on the right hand side is the old espn center which hopefully they do something with that um and then keep on walking and right in front of you is earl of sandwich so i'm gonna talk about earl of sandwich for a second I absolutely love this place. I had seen a review on it at some point. It is such an inexpensive place to eat right there at Disney. Like you just have to know that you are paying elevated prices all over the resort. But downtown Disney isn't really like that so much as inside the parks and Earl a sandwich is such an amazing deal and what drove me to go there is they have this sandwich called the holiday turkey sandwich and it's turkey cranberry stuffing I'm sorry let me phrase that again turkey cornbread stuffing gravy cranberry sauce and mayonnaise and it's just like you imagine like it's you know leftovers from Thanksgiving you make the most delicious turkey sandwich I just love that sandwich and that sandwich is only $8.99 if that sandwich was inside Disneyland or California Adventure, it'd be like 10, 12, 14, 99. It is just such a good deal. Love Earl's sandwich. There's a whole bunch of other things. It's very it's very approachable. You can find stuff for the kids. They have, you know, turkey sandwiches and ham and Swiss sandwiches and they have chicken Caesar and they have wraps and they have salads and they have all kinds of things. I just personally always go for that holiday turkey sandwich, but Earl's sandwich is such a great place to eat. So that's kind of like the end before, if you, like I said, if you were walking in, it was straight ahead of you, but if you went to the right, that's where like Disneyland Resort, um, yeah, the actual resort, the hotel, Disneyland Hotel, you could go right into the hotel. So vice versa, if you're coming from the hotel, Earl of Sandwich is like kind of the beginning of downtown Disney, and then you just keep walking towards Disneyland or California Adventure. Right there in front of 
like in this courtyard area, they have this little bandstand, which I've seen people playing there like different times of the year, like a band or an individual performer. So that's kind of cool. That's something I really like about downtown Disney is there's always something going on, whether it's, you know, in the middle of the summer, there may be a band there. At holidays, we've heard carolers kind of walking by. Um, there could just be somebody sitting in a section with his guitar and a microphone and playing beautiful music just somewhere in the courtyard there of downtown Disney. There's just something always going on. And as I've already mentioned, it's always decorated beautifully for the seasons, whether it's you know, 4th of July, just a typical beautiful day, which doesn't have a holiday attached, or my favorite, um, Christmas time. Uh, it is just absolutely gorgeous in there. So we're going to take a left and we're going to start walking towards the um, monorail station. That's going to be up just slightly on your left. And again, you can enter the monorail and go on to Disneyland through that monorail station. You do have to have a, you know, a valid pass, an annual pass or a ticket or whatever. There's cast members right there, but it's not very crowded. Um, I'm surprised often. I would think it'd be more crowded, but the only thing is that you do have to wait for, of course, a monorail. And what I find is sometimes depending on the time of year or the time of morning, they may not be running as frequently as later in the day. So you may be waiting just a little bit longer, but the the entrance into the theme park is, is pretty awesome. And if you know the first place you want to hit is Tomorrowland, this is a really great option because the monorail station is in Tomorrowland. So as soon as you, you know, go into the monorail station at Downtown Disney, it's going to drop you off. Its end route is there at Tomorrowland. You get off of that station, come down, and you're right in the center where, you know, so many things, Nemo, Autopia, Space Mountain, Launch Bay, Buzz Lightyear, like there's so many things right there. So that's a really good option if you know your first stop is Tomorrowland or someplace really close to Tomorrowland or you just want to do something different. Of course, you don't have to get off at the Tomorrowland station. You could do a full circle. But if we're talking about wanting to get there first thing, there's an option vice versa. If you were staying at one of the resorts, um, maybe not California Adventure, I wouldn't recommend um, let me back up. I'm so excited. I know I do this every time. I get so excited on this subject. If you're staying at the Grand Californian, taking the monorail from Tomorrowland in Disneyland back to the downtown Disney district may not be your fastest route because the Grand Californian is closer to the gates of Disneyland and California Adventure, closer than it is to where the monorail station is but if you were staying at the disneyland hotel or the paradise pier hotel this is a really good option when i was growing up when it was just the disneyland hotel we used to leave midday go back to the hotel and take a nap and then go back to the resort in the evening or the theme park in the evening and we would take the monorail to and fro it was fantastic People still do that. Or if you wanted to have lunch and you didn't want to eat inside Disneyland, you wanted to go maybe to Earl of Sandwich or another place that you could maybe get food quicker, maybe just a little bit cheaper. There's a lot of different express types options here at Downtown Disney. You could catch that monorail at Tomorrowland and get back over to Downtown, Dis Downtown Disney. Or 
you could skip that altogether. So that is just an option that station is right there if you wanted to take the monorail into Disneyland. So just past the monorail station on your right-hand side is the Lego store. And that is a awesome store. It's huge in there. Not so much the size of the building, but the Legos go all the way to the ceiling. It's a round building. But probably one of the coolest parts about that shop is the Lego figures all around it. Like they have the coolest like a dragon, a superhero, a Mickey Mouse. Um, sometimes it changes, but they're all made out of Legos. There's just such a beautiful display of Lego figurines and giant ones right outside of the store. In addition, I doubt it's open right now due to COVID, but when everything gets back to normal, they also have an interactive section right outside the door where kids can go in and they had like all these bins of different shapes and sizes and colors of Legos and tables for kids to make different Lego figurines or whatever they wanted to make. And they had cast members that would come around and help. It was just a really cool way for kids to play with Legos for free. And then of course you could go inside and purchase any Lego set you ever wanted. So the Lego store is absolutely amazing. They also have um, a pin traders right there. If you're if you like to trade pins or want to purchase pins or whatever, there's a pin trader section right there as well. There's so much seating as you walk. There's um, there's benches and there's places that you can like flower beds that have like benches where you can sit. And there's also a bunch of carts along the way, like churro carts, treats, um, like a Wetzel's pretzels. Um, there's beverages, there's merchandise. It's just like these individual carts that you will pass that are not, you know, brick and mortar shops per se, but lots of opportunity to buy things, eat things along your walk through this courtyard area. So if you walk up a little further, um, some of the first like restaurants that you'll come to is um, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen and the same thing but the express version so this is very cajun creole new orleans style so if you like cafe orleans or blue bayou inside of disneyland this is kind of a taste of that but outside in downtown disney we went to the actual restaurant sat outside in the courtyard which you know if you can sit anywhere outside in Southern California, that's a win right there. It was lovely to people watch. It was delicious, delicious food. And they had a photographer that came around, which, you know, sometimes that can be a little in your face. But they took a photo. My mom was visiting. We had a wonderful lunch. We got these beautiful photos. They weren't that expensive. I didn't hate that he came by. It was fantastic. Across the street from there, or let me just back up. There's also an express. So if you just want to like, instead of having like a sit down, you just want to grab some things and maybe eat someplace else, um, like in the courtyard or grab and go, they have an express. It's a, it's a reduced menu from like the sit down, but some of the same awesome stuff. Plus I should point out, I know this is going to sound really funny, but the restrooms inside this restaurant are so cool. They are decorated in the, in the coolest like you're in the New Orleans swamp area, but like dark blues and greens and dragonflies and just like, it, I mean, you go into the restroom thinking it's just going to be this, you know, 
restroom and it's like an art display it's amazing across the courtyard from there is tortilla joe's i have eaten there as well it is delicious authentic mexican food the thing about mexican food is depending on where you grow up what type of mexican food you're used to i feel like there's a lot of variety some people like a mex tex kind of feel some people like more of a authentic uh by authentic authentic to them like you know, they went over to their relative's house, their grandma's house, their nana's house, their best friend's house, and, you know, someone was making, uh, you know, authentic Mexican food, or they're used to more of a commercial, uh, like a, a, a chain of Mexican food restaurants. Like, everyone has a different opinion of what is, I wish you could see me, air quotes, Mexican food. I find Tortilla Joe's to be close to what I grew up in, in California and um, in Arizona. So I really liked that. It was really, really delicious. And we went at Christmas time and it was decorated beautiful. Had this giant tree where we took a picture next to that tree and then used it as a holiday card because it was just breathtaking. So go up a little bit further. Again, lots of places in the courtyard for you to see things. There could be performers. You could sit down. Lots of things. I'm not going to go through every single shop and restaurant, but just kind of as you get into this area right here, there's a lot of fun shops. There's um, the uh, Splitsville, which is their bowling alley. I haven't had a, an opportunity to go there yet, but that is on my list to do. There's a craft beer area, there's a brewing company, there's more restaurants, there's Sprinkles, the um, cupcake store, which you can't go wrong there. There's Disney Home, which is an awesome store. It has like, you know, home things like, you know, placeware, silverware, dinnerware, aprons, uh, salt and pepper shakers, you know, that kind of stuff, all things for the home. Oh my gosh, just absolutely gorgeous brace yourself though you'll want to buy everything um then there's some other wonderful things in that area there's a bar right smack in the middle of this section it has wonderful outdoor seating place some music so if you want to sit down and have a drink there's more restaurants there's um marceline's confectionery which is a candy shop and it's got one of those windows just like you would see on main street and disneyland where you can watch them make candy oh my gosh it's amazing i watched them make like some caramel apples and some other things it's just so much fun to just stop and watch um there's a big wetzel pretzel shop there but there's also a cart further down but who doesn't love those there's um some shoe shops a pizza shop um there's sephora which i cannot even lie if i when i lived there in Southern California, if I wanted something from Sephora, I would get it at this one because then I could say I got it at the one at Downtown Disney. <laughs> Duh. Um, then the Disney Dress Shop is right there. Love this store. Oh my gosh. We went there to get my two Doonies. I have a Dooney little small bag, like a purse that has like a long strap, like a, you know, like a side strap type of purse. And it's very small, um, but it's adorable. And of course it's in the, it's a small world theme. And then I got a wallet that's almost as big as that purse um, in the same theme. I intend to go back in that, using that same thing and getting the big tote someday, but I loved I mean, when I was in there, I was having a hard time. I knew I wanted the It's a Small World theme, but there were so many great themes like 
pirates, um, haunted mansion, you name it. They had these wonderful, wonderful themes. And I'm kind of funny about my merchandise. I mean, I'm no spring chicken. So I'm very particular about what I will purchase in the way of Disney merchandise. I definitely want things that, that, you know, are Disney themed, but I don't want things that are juvenile. So I have to kind of pick and choose and look at things. And some things were just a little more juvenile than I wanted. And other things were a little more subtle. I mean, my It's a Small World bag, I wouldn't ever call it subtle. But because of the, I don't know, it didn't scream to me juvenile. It screamed to me Disneyland. And I absolutely love that collection. I also have a gold sequined backpack Mickey Mouse backpack. So, you know, it has ears. I guess you could say that's more mini, whatever. I mean, I'm not completely against things that are a little more juvenile, but there are just certain things that I think are better for younger kids. And so I'm, I'm very particular. That backpack, I fit in totally when I'm at Disneyland or anywhere on the resort property because they're everywhere. So that's not a problem. My everyday life, I don't usually go around with my backpack. Also because it's expensive and I cherish it and I use it for visits. My It's a Small World bag and wallet, I use that regularly. But that dress shop has awesome retro dresses, awesome, awesome themed dresses in there. Absolutely beautiful lots of purses, lots of backpacks and hats. It's just so worth going in there just to do window shopping if you do nothing else. There's um, a sunglass shop, there's Pandora jewelry. So if you wanted um, obviously some really nice jewelry or if you did the um, charm bracelets, which I have those, you know, you can get some charms in the Pandora shop. Um, like I said, there's uh, Naples restaurant um, and a bar. And then there's the pizzeria. So you can like get some things a little quicker. or You can sit down. And then there's Starbucks right there at the end of that section. Obviously, everybody loves Starbucks. It's not a huge shop. So be warned. It's kind of small. So you will definitely be standing in line. Um, one thing that I didn't mention that was kind of, let's see if I can find it here on the map. I think it's right by, oh, where is it? Um, I want to say it's right past Starbucks. There's an entrance into the Grand California. And yeah, it's over by the... Um, it's by Starbucks. It's hard to see on this map. Maybe they blocked it off because I'm not really finding it quickly. But there is an entrance into the Grand Californian. So if you're staying there or you just want to walk around, you can enter over there. You do have to go through security on your way back into downtown Disney. But we would go and kind of sit in the giant gorgeous lobby there, get something to drink or eat, and just relax inside and just take in the beautiful lobby of the Grand Californian. There's also this walkway that if you sit right by the window, the monorail comes overhead. So that was always really nice to see. And then, like I said, if you want to get back into downtown Disney, you just have to go through security again. But there's an entrance here. Um, and then we get to the end of... Um, towards the end of the downtown Disney district, when you get to the world of Disney, which is gigantic 
enormous. It is the biggest Disney store I've ever been in. If they're, if it's something that you want, you'll find it there. They have so much great stuff. It's a huge store and I've seen some videos of what it looks like right now. And with the reduced crowds and the crowd control, you do have to enter a virtual queue to go in. They don't allow, you know, everyone to go in. They are controlling the number of folks that are in the store at any given time and you know there's ways they want you to walk and enter and exit and all of that for obvious reasons but it's so beautiful so if you were thinking oh I really wanted this backpack that I saw and it's you know at it's a small world which is way back at the end of um, you know, Disneyland, you could find it in the world of Disney. And probably the same thing for California Adventure. They just have so many things in the world of Disney. So you don't have to be in the theme park to get some really great merchandise. And I would use that to your advantage. Um, if you buy something inside Disneyland or California Adventure, you have to carry that around. So I don't usually purchase merchandise until we're on our way out or... If you go to the World of Disney, that's also a benefit on your way out or on your way to the hotel or, you know, if you're not staying on property but close by, World of Disney is very close to the entrance of Disneyland and California Adventure, so you can just swing by there. But if you are staying at the resorts, any of the resort hotels, and you buy merchandise anywhere on property, they will have it delivered to your hotel. You can just pick it up from the Bellman. So that's kind of like a benefit there, so you don't have to tote it around um, all day long. So as you pass World of Disney, there's more carts, like DVC, Disney Vacation Club has like a, a cart there. There's pins, there's food, there's all kinds of things. There's no shortage of anything around you. And then at the very end of Downtown Disney this way, or if you were exiting California Adventure or Disneyland and entering Downtown Disney, it would be the first stop is the Labrie Bakery. They have a bakery where you can sit down and eat, which I've never done. I'll have to try that. But we've done the Express many, many times. And what we would do is this area right here in front of the bakery and in front of the beautiful fountain that changes colors and is absolutely gorgeous. That right there is a photo op, an Instagram option, a video, you name it. That fountain is beautiful. But right here is where the trams from the parking garage like Mickey and friends will drop you off right here and that's also where you will get on the tram to go back to the parking garage so they kind of drop you off right here sometimes they you exit on the side of downtown Disney and sometimes you exit on the side of the outside of Disneyland but we would always go over to the bakery and get a coffee um, and or a little treat and here's why we would do it there when I enter Disneyland, I want to go to an attraction or to go to a shop or do something. I do not want to buy coffee or a beverage inside because I do not have enough time to enjoy it before I'm getting on an attraction or doing something and I'll have to throw it away. So we always like to get coffee 
before we stood in line because you are going to be in line for a little bit and by the time you get your coffee or your beverage or your snack whatever you stand in line at the gates you get through the line and then you get to your first attraction you've had time to actually enjoy whatever you purchase so that was like our little treat and I always liked the family to get a little something to eat because we were going to get going and doing things and as I've mentioned many times before we always would have a snack after we've been there for a couple of hours so this just gave us kind of some energy and a fun little thing to do before we walked into Disneyland or California Adventure. So that is the end of Downtown Disney. So again, through this entire walk, there are beautiful things to see, window shops, wonderful stores to go into, no shortage of food, whether it's a dining location where you sit down, an express location, a cart, there's an ice cream shop, a cupcake shop, there's all kinds of wonderful things, some chain stores like Sephora and the Sunglass Hut. I mean, sunglass icon, Starbucks, of course. So some things that you could get elsewhere but are in downtown Disney and then some places that are unique to downtown Disney. It's worth a stroll through downtown Disney. I don't think you'll be disappointed. It gives you a feel of that magic. Like I said, it's always decorated. They have music playing during the holidays. They have holiday music. It's cold in there, which makes you feel like it's, you know, Christmas time. Or if it's not decorated for a season because it's like in the middle of the summer or like February or whatever, it's absolutely beautiful in there. You will not be disappointed. You will find plenty of things to do. Even if you just sit down and people watch, you will absolutely love it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and a closer look at Downtown Disney. I am so anxious to get there. I have no idea when the Disneyland Resort is going to open, but I do think that I see a trip to downtown Disney in my future. My only apprehension at this moment is I am coming from Arizona. We do have a large spike in COVID cases, so I'm really kind of wanting to stay put and not venture across any borders um, just because I would not want to unknowingly bring anything with. Um, But, you know, even though we do stay inside most of the times you know I still have to go to the grocery store and you know do things like that you just never know so I'm just being conservative for the moment but once things start to level out I can't stand it I've got to get out to Disney and I will do an episode on the resorts but that is also something that is absolutely amazing even if you aren't staying on property just to walk through the grounds. The grounds are so gorgeously landscaped, so beautifully themed. The resorts are beautiful. Just oh Every single one of them brings a special theming. The Grand Californian brings that you know um arts and crafts movement so that very rustic mid-century modern look downtown disney it's not that the disneyland hotel in downtown disney is 
classic Disney. I grew up with that. It just brings back so many memories. It has such great art on the wall and such great theming and it's just so classic Disneyland. And then the Paradise Pier Hotel has that beach theme which is just so California. It's just so unique in and of itself. So all of the resorts and all of the grounds and the walkways to and from are worth just strolling through. Grab an ice cream, a coffee, a snack from downtown Disney and just walk around the resorts it's amazing but like I said I'll do a future episode in more depth on the resorts but just because they kind of feed into the downtown Disney district I just want to mention that so I hope you enjoyed this week's episode as always I love talking to you about Disney and I look forward to doing it again next week until then I hope you have a spectacular week you are safe and healthy and you and your family are enjoying this summertime and like me are anxiously awaiting for the Disneyland Resort to be open again. So until next time, bye!